Oh hey, so long time no speak. Let's just cut to the chase. I know I have been MIA for over a year. (laughs) My last and most popular episode actually was back in March 2020 at the very start of the pandemic. But life got crazy unsurprisingly and this podcast just fell by the wayside as I put all my focus into creating more resources for distance learning, you know, to adapt to the environment that people were finding themselves in. And if you visited the Teachers Resource Force store at any point in the last year, then hopefully you will have seen that, and I hope those resources are helping you if you downloaded any. Anyway, I randomly decided to check in on my podcast stats this week, after over a year. Yes, I know, weird. But I was really shocked at what I saw. We've had a significant number of downloads, So you guys are still regularly downloading videos every month, even though I've not been putting anything new out there for you and I feel so bad. So it got me thinking, how can I keep giving to you on this platform without adding too much extra on my plate? As much as I want to do it all, I can't. And coming up with new ideas for the podcast and for the blog and resources I'm doing and websites I'm working on, it was all a bit too much. But I think I've had an idea if I work smarter. Over the past few weeks, I've been converting some of my blog posts into videos and uploading them to YouTube, just as a way of being more inclusive and offering alternative options for teachers who want to consume content. So I thought, why not take the audio from some of those videos and put them as podcast episodes for you, for those of you who prefer listening on the go. So that's what I'm going to try out and see how it goes. Of course, if you're more of a visual person and you want to see what I'm specifically referring to when I'm talking, then by all means, check out my YouTube channel. It's called Teachers Resource Force. And I'd also really appreciate a subscribe if the content there helps you. And so I would appreciate any support you could offer. But I figured at least I can keep providing some content for you here on the podcast as you guys seem to still really like it and it's still getting a lot of downloads and interest. So that means I'm not doing a big relaunch, but a mini little relaunch of the Teacher on Teacher on podcast. I've decided to focus on the three P's of teaching that I love talking about the most, and they are productivity, personal development, and pedagogy as well. So I'll be honest, I don't know what my plan is with consistency yet. So I'm not making any promises on how regular I'm going to be posting or anything like that. But Some episodes will definitely be coming your way soon. So watch this space and make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss out. Okay, all that being said, let's get into today's episode, which is all about how to make a teacher staff meeting awesome. And the reason I decided to start with this topic was that although I wrote this back in 2017, (laughs) it has actually been one of my most popular blog posts this past year. I just love that so many teachers are caring about how to make staff meetings better. I wonder whether the this could have been an email meme is finally (laughs) making its impact. Uh, So yes, hopefully the ideas in this episode will give you some inspiration. And remember, if you want to see the visuals that go with the content today, you can check out this same video on YouTube. So let me know what you think of this, whether it works or not, whether you have any specific ideas or suggestions as I try and kind of resuscitate this podcast a little bit i would really appreciate your feedback so you can email me as always at katie at teachersresourceforce.com okay without further ado let's get into today's topic 
Tell me if any of this sounds familiar to you. You dread staff meetings as they're generally really dull. And if you have to run a staff meeting, you also worry about it being dull. And even if the topic is really interesting, teachers have been working their butts off all day long and are exhausted. So really anything other than taking a nap is going to feel dull. Rock you, hard place anyone. I get it. The struggle is real with them because, oh, teachers were a tough crowd. Staff meetings with teachers are a very difficult thing to get right because we are a tough crowd and really we are just trying to preserve every ounce of energy to stay awake. So there's very little left for being an engaging audience, I'm afraid. That is just how it is. And if you have to run a teacher meeting and you're panicking about how to do it well, fear not, I've got you. I have experience in running a large department for many years and have thus delivered frequent after school meetings. <laughs> and during this time, I've developed a few aces up my sleeve to make it quick, painless, and ensure everyone leaves on a high. This is what we're gonna cover in today's video of how to make a staff meeting awesome. Number one, we're gonna look at how to set yourself up for success before the meeting even begins some tips and tricks for how to structure the meeting and make sure everyone gets heard and how to make meetings fun and enjoyable, well, as much as possible after a long day of teaching. First of all, don't panic. It's fine, don't worry. Delivering a staff meeting does not have to be tedious or scary. And actually, I've learnt most of these tricks from watching others do it wrong. <laughs> so when in doubt, just do the opposite of what you hate and you'll be home free. So here are my top tips for delivering a successful staff meeting for teachers. Number one is come prepared. Set yourself up for success before the meeting even begins. So I advise emailing out an agenda to everyone who's gonna be there a few days before the meeting to give them a chance to look it over and think about what they would like to contribute in the meeting. I have been in meetings where the agenda was printed off for us on the day so that we could write notes on it and stuff, but honestly, I think this just requires a lot of unnecessary extra work and resources, which I don't think you need to do, but it's up to you. But if people are desperate for it, they can always just print one for themselves. It's not a big deal. That's the benefit of emailing it to them first. Number two, stick to the point, please. <laughs> It keeps everything going on time. Some of the worst staff meetings are those where the person leading it has taken it way off tangent with no hopes of coming back quickly. This is just generally frustrating for everyone else. We're just trying to get through this agenda quickly. Don't be adding other things on there to drag it out further, you know? So stick to the point. It also keeps things on course. So I try and make my meetings interactive with lots of discussion. And that means there is a risk that someone else might steer the meeting in the wrong way when that happens. So if that does happen, get back on track. You are the captain and it is your job to acknowledge their point, but then try and steer things back on the track with the agenda you had in place. You can always say you'll come back to their point at the end or another time and make sure you do that. But for this meeting, just try and keep to your agenda. Number three, one conversation at a time, please. As I mentioned in the previous point, I really like discussion-based meetings where everyone gets a chance to talk and share their ideas with the team. But sometimes this can lead to people breaking off into mini conversations, especially 
if you're in large groups. Now, if that happens and you didn't instruct it, make sure you nip that in the bud right away because it's really important that everyone is involved in the same conversation. Plus, you know, you need to be taking accurate minutes and you can't do that if you're not aware of all the conversations that are going on. Speaking of minutes, that is what number four is, record accurate minutes. Ideally, you would like people to be in the habit of taking notes in meetings, but really there should be someone taking official notes that are kept on file and emailed to administrators. I'll check your school's policy on this. Sometimes there is someone designated to take minutes, but honestly, I just do mine as we go and type it as we're having the conversation. It makes it much quicker than writing it all out by hand and typing it up, which is what I used to do back in the day. I don't recommend that. Number five, finish on time. Yes, please finish on time. Seriously though, everyone, while they might look engaged in your meeting, we're seriously counting down to home time. So please don't let them down. I have been in meetings where the person delivering has been talking for like half an hour long after the point we were meant to go and it doesn't make anyone feel good. (laughs) Let people go when you say you will. Honestly, sitting in a meeting when you have no idea when it's going to end is actually a form of torture. So don't do that to people. And if you can't get through everything on your agenda, just cut out what you can and just put the rest in an email and let people go on time. You can always say, okay, we'll come back to this next meeting or let's talk about this later on, but cut it off when it's supposed to. Number six, any other business, AOB. It's an important part of the agenda and it always goes at the end. And this offers team members a chance to share important information, raise an important topic, share successes, all this kind of stuff in an open forum with the whole team present. Some meetings I've been to want the AOB in advance. That's usually if there are lots of people attending so the meeting doesn't overrun because that can happen easily. See, previous point for that one. However you want to do it is fine, but do give people a chance to say what they need to. Number seven, following on from the previous point is listen to your team. It's sad that this one has to be mentioned, but seriously, most of the meetings I go to are not actually collaboration. They just regurgitate information that, P.S., we all know could easily just be put in an email. Ugh, those are the worst. And they kind of have already decided what they're going to do without much input from us. So it's just a lot of dictating. I don't really find a lot of value in those meetings personally. And that's not how I like to do things. My advice really is just to listen to the people and get everyone to work together to come up with solutions as a team. Be a leader, not a boss. Collaborate. Don't regurgitate. And don't just make a verbal email. Number eight, bring snacks and beverages. Yay! It's great for morale. You'll be amazed at what a few snacks and drink does for staff morale. Plus, it can give a great boost to that horrible afternoon slump that happens after a long day of teaching. Naughty and nice snacks. So my team really look forward to seeing what goodies I pick up for them. And it doesn't have to be extravagant. You can bring some chocolates or cookies or healthy snacks like grapes, nuts, dried fruit, chopped fruit, etc. There are people that would like both. Don't just bring all the chocolate because some people are trying to be good. So give people a choice with healthy food as well. They will appreciate that. And a refreshing or a warm drink. You know, being British myself, we do love a nice pot of tea while we work. It's just such a mood lifter. It's like a big warm hug, our tea. 
but you know just a delightful would be a nice refreshing drink will also go down just as well if you don't know your team well yet i would bring a bit of everything in the first instance just to see what bites <laughs> and then if you notice people gravitate more towards the the healthier refreshing stuff for example you know that that's kind of what you want to focus on in the future but give people some choices number nine keep it positive Ugh. No one likes to be in a negative situation, so it's not a surprise that this is the key to a successful meeting. And yes, as teachers, it is true, we have more to moan about than anyone, <laughs> that's for sure. But in order to have a successful meeting, you want to try and keep things positive and moving forward. So yes, people will likely want to vent a little bit and that's okay, let them do that. But the key is to try and make sure that every moan is encountered with a solution or an action step kind of just makes you feel a bit better rather than just moaning for moaning's sake that can just bring everyone down uh, plus they're tired you know don't make it worse <laughs> moaning will do that so keep positive as much as possible number 10 lighten the mood for really tough meetings especially with those with lots of staff who might not know each other well you can start off with a fun game or start activity like this one so i've done quizzes and word searches crosswords all the stuff but nothing has worked as well as these this or that. Teacher dilemmas. They're brilliant. Um, I first created a version of these a few years ago when I had to deliver a whole staff meeting to a room full of like 100 tired teachers. So I really wanted to create fun buzz in the room that wasn't going to be too cheesy or too annoying or force people to do it if they don't want to. But I just had them up on the screen and they actually worked really well, surprisingly well actually. Even for people who don't like the old icebreakers, this one they responded really well to. So I decided to jazz them up and I made 99, which is way more than you'll need for a teacher meeting, but this will last you quite a long time because you can use just a couple per meeting and you know, they'll last you ages. Um, you can also download them and use them as well. So I'll show you in the link below, you can click and download them for yourself and use them ready to go. You don't need to do any work. It's nice and simple. They come on a PowerPoint, so you can just have this scrolling on a large screen in the background for five to 10 minutes before your meeting starts. Or you can print them off if you want to hand them out as well, whatever works for you. The PowerPoint goes on an automatic timer, which effortlessly scrolls through, just allowing time for people in your meeting to have a good laugh before the meeting starts. It really does lift the mood. What would you rather be caught misbehaving in a staff meeting or actually deliver the staff meeting? It really b brings out some very interesting conversations and debates. But so it is a PowerPoint, so you will need access to a projector or a large screen. But as I said before, you have the option of printing the slides as well if you want to. Also, I have made sure each slide is completely editable to allow for those cultural differences in language. So, for example, uh, in the UK, we call teachers lounge a staff room. We don't use the term teachers loud. So in those kinds of instances, you might want to edit a few bits here and there. So to make a staff meeting awesome, take away the anxiety of being greeted with grumpy faces at the next staff meeting and try out a fun activity like this or that one that gets everyone talking and laughing. And you'll find that'll be much more receptive to be engaged in your meeting after that. I hope this has helped you plan your next awesome staff meeting. You can do it. Do you think I missed anything important? Drop me a comment below and share your thoughts on that one. Let's do a quick summary then on how to make 
an awesome staff meeting. The 10 steps. One, be prepared and share the agenda with the team a few days before the meeting. Point two, stick to the point and steer conversations back on track if they veer off. Point three, allow only one conversation to happen at a time so everyone is involved. Four, keep an accurate record of minutes and share them with the team and your admin. Point five, finish on time and let people leave when you say you will. Point six, offer an opportunity for staff to share any other business. Point seven, listen to your team. Don't just regurgitate information, actually collaborate. Bring snacks and beverages to lift the mood and give them an energy boost. And keep things positive. Allow venting, but always try to find solutions to problems. And finally, point 10, lighten the mood. Play some this or that games to help staff laugh and bond. So that's it for now. I hope you found this helpful. If you want to get in touch, here are all the social platforms. Pick the one that you like the most. Come over and say hi over there. And be sure to leave your questions or comments in the section below. You can check out the links to the resources I shared today. And as always, you can email me at katie at teachersresourceforce.com as well. So that's it. That's the end of the episode. I hope you found that valuable. And again, please do share your feedback on what you think of this new format and whether it works for you. And also check out the YouTube channel if you would prefer to see the visuals that go along with the episode. But more will be coming out soon. As always, please do email me if you have any requests, suggestions, comments, just want to say hi. It would be great to hear from you. And if you're still here listening, if you're one of the very beginners or if you're someone new who's popped along, hello and welcome to you all. Um, I do look forward to putting out more episodes again. And I do hope that you find them helpful. And I look forward to speaking to you next time. Bye.